0: Hello, everyone. I am Maurya Mohammed, a writer for Becker's Healthcare. Thank you so much for joining me today as I speak with Dr. Hank Capps, Executive Vice President and Chief Information and Digital Officer of WellStar Health System. Dr. Capps, it's so nice to meet you. How are you today?
1: Oh, doing great. It's wonderful to be here. hope you're doing well also.
0: Yeah, of course. And well, to begin, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background?
1: Absolutely. Um, so my name is Hank Caps. I'm a, a family doctor. Uh, I've been at Wellstar Health System since early 2021. Uh, and as you said, I'm the EVP chief information and digital officer uh, here at the health system. Uh, we're based out of Marietta, Georgia. We have nine hospitals and over 350 locations uh, and a, a, an annual uh, gross revenue of a of over four billion dollars. Uh, in in my area, uh, we have the traditional technology organization which we've now organized more like a technology company built around the customer as well as data, uh, digital, and a new DevOps team uh, that we've been uh, building out. In addition to that, uh, I have responsibility across uh, innovation uh, and um, Areas of Growth and Consumer Strategy. I'm uh, Extremely excited to be with you today um, and spend a few minutes. Uh, my, my previous background that, that led to here was I was at Novant Health for 18 years, both as a full-time clinician and then in progressive executive roles.
0: Oh, wow. I love your amount of experience. So I'm very excited to you know, really dig into the questions right now. Um, And the first real question that I want to ask you is, what are you most excited about right now in your field?
1: Well, you know, Mariah, I think one of the things that we have um, contemplated uh, significantly over the last year and a half is the significant change that happened in a rapid fashion uh, with the global pandemic and the implications on care Uh, in this new world that we all live in that's been reshaped in so many different ways. And so with that, we have been very intentional about looking out into the future, uh, far out in the future, 10, 15 years, to say what are the strategic needs for us to be able to deliver against our mission, and what are the things that we're going to need to do to be able to accelerate that care that we're delivering and create a sustainable model built around innovation uh, that executes against that mission, that delivers on a vision what it looks like when we get it right, and then ultimately um, allows us to execute against all of our values. And so when you think about kind of that new... uh, structure of care that's going to be required, uh, we have massive opportunities to shape that as those closest to the, um, to the care itself. And, and candidly, in healthcare, we have too long allowed everyone else to shape that care, whether it be the regulatory environment, whether it be um, payers, whether it be um, pharma or other very interested parties in the healthcare industry, and I think one of the take-home lessons from the pandemic is that we, we have to be the shaper and the convener of all those other components of, of the healthcare um, industry. Uh, and, and if you have that fundamental assumption that we should be the convener as those closest to our patients, consumers, and the community, then you're going to have a bold view of what that future looks like, uh, and and you're going to make innovation and how we bring that to life a fundamental part of, of how you do business both today to build that future of tomorrow. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things I'm most excited about is that we are literally at an inflection point in our industry um, in a time that, that we can make the biggest difference in designing what that future looks like. And Wellstar is committed to being a part of that solution, both through those kind of core activities that I described, but also in that we launched um, our innovation company, Catalyst by Wellstar, with all of that in mind about a year ago. Um, And so in this environment that is um, both challenging, um, and exciting, we need to be the leaders. And I think that's, that's one of the things that um, we've got to be completely committed to. You know, the, the other thing is that we can't lose sight of, of our core day-to-day, um, which is that we're here um, to take care of people and to take care of communities. And as we're shaping that new future, we've got to be constantly committed to delivering in today. And and I think that those two things sound like they might um, have tension with each other because they do. Um, Because when you're trying to build the future at the same time that you're operating in in an incredibly challenging environment um, where we have fixed revenue based on the economic models of the country, we have increasing inflation that exceeds um, what we can do in response like a normal company. And we have a separate mission that's, that's different than the, than the economic models around us, uh, it means that we have to be even better um, at how we um, operate our day-to-day um, care uh, in, in our communities um, and beyond. So when you put all that together, it, it's just such an incredibly exciting time to be making a difference. And, and, and when we look at our mission uh, which is to enhance the health and well being of every person we serve. Um, we're obsessed with every morning waking up and doing that in the context that I just shared with you. Um, and we're committed to making that long term difference while uh, surviving the day.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, you know, in your answer, you kind of talked about what you want for the future of healthcare. So, still speaking of the future, but what aspects of healthcare are primed for IT disruption? Do you think?
1: Right, that's an amazing question. I mean, I think we think we we ponder this very uh, this very uh, topic a lot uh, because when we look at the landscape, we see a lot of disruption happening both across technology as well as uh, care models. Where we're at as an industry is that we are essentially a generation behind in technology. Think about the progression over the last 25 to 30 years. I mean, when I was in medical school, we didn't even have an electronic health record. It hadn't even been imagined. Um, There were some databases, uh, but nothing like um, a a care tool that could be used to enhance how we deliver care. Uh, And telehealth or telemedicine at that time looked like a NASA command center, uh, where we delivered care remotely in, in uh, rural eastern North Carolina. Uh, so fast forward to today, you have these moments of generational disruptions that have happened. Uh, you know, the iPhone, the electronic health record, the global pandemic. And now we've had a rapid cycle of change that has far exceeded the typical pace at which any industry, much less one that's incredibly highly regulated like healthcare, could keep up. So I think what you're going to continue to see uh, is is that we need more of an ecosystem of care where we're convening and bringing together all of the broad components of the healthcare um, industry, and that the reality of the the construct of care being built around physicians and locations uh, is really no more. Uh, because now care ultimately has to be built around uh, the consumer and the patient, uh, and if you change that fundamental assumption, then you build a different healthcare delivery model. Uh, and there are a lot of the technology companies and others who are out there doing that, and we as caregivers have to have to be a part of that design because we know what is needed most because we are closest to the patient, uh, closest to the consumer, as I said earlier. Uh, And so, you know, we're going to continue to be diligently focused on new economic models, new ways of delivering care, new settings for delivering care. We're going to use technology both to disrupt our current operations ourselves and, frankly, we need to partner. You know, in this world where um, technology has often been a race to disrupt, we've got to be willing to step out and partner with those who are disrupting. Uh, And I think you'll see an increase in partnerships and in building uh, new tools and technology and in differentiation across um, industries and care delivery that will ultimately help us land in a better place um, over time uh, to actually deliver on what patients and consumers are are not just expecting but demanding. You know, one of the things that, that always Um, kind of surfaces to me is the the word curate, which you hear a lot um, in the context of disruptive technology. We're going to curate experiences, um, whether it be in um, other industries or beyond. Uh, But the the root of that word is is really interesting. It comes from the Latin word curatus. Uh, And as an old Latin geek, um, I'll tell you that that word um, has very special meaning. Uh, It means to heal. And in that context, when you start thinking about the word curate and the needs that people have in the moment, uh, we have an opportunity as those who are providing care uh, to curate experiences uh, in ways that disruptive forces aren't gonna be able to because you've gotta have the heart um, the moment in time where you need human connection and empathy with the experiences both in the brick-and-mortar and digital. Uh, and that connection between brick-and-mortar and digital is something that um, we are constantly focused on um, and and know that if you provide the heart and the actual care, um, then, then you're going to be delivering on what people need when they need it most. And then you've got to build all the other stuff around well-being because we live in a healthcare um, environment that's been built around sick care. Uh, and the future is that we've got to keep people healthy. And technology and disruption is going to help us do that.
0: Yeah. And I, I love how you spoke of you know solutions and how you and your company are preparing for certain things. So, doctor, the last question that I actually have for you goes, you know, more in depth with that. So, what are the top challenges? The top challenges you're preparing for in the next two years?
1: Right, that's an amazing question. I'm not even sure how I'm going to narrow it to two, um, as mm-hmm. we've been through so much um, over the last couple of years. But, but I, I'll I'll put it in this way. One, there's a structural healthcare industry challenge, which is that. Uh, we have built healthcare um, in the United States in such a way that it is structurally deficient uh, to how we need to deliver care in the future. And the global pandemic, our response to that as a country um, and the, the needs that we identified through that that are so personal um, to both the caregivers um, and the patients and consumers uh, it is an alarm for the future that we need to address um, as a society, and, and that is a healthcare uh, industry that is structured around collaboration and around the patient um, and around the consumer. And we literally need every part of the industry, um, and our government, and and people to rise up and say, you know, there are structural changes that need to happen. Uh, that allow us to deliver the absolute best care and to arc toward well-being, not just um, reaction uh, to sickness. The second thing is uh, more granular. So that's kind of the kind of broad, kind of structural challenge that we have in the context of the economy and the political environment and all of the things that um, we all see every day. The second is closer to home, which is that individual caregiving entities and care providers um, like Wellstar and others have to figure out how we're going to embed constant innovation into our operations so that we reach a more rapid pace of change than the environment around us and that we're the leader of that change. And that is challenging because we've been in the midst of a fight of a generation, in a sense, with the global pandemic. Uh, and those structural challenges that I uh, mentioned um, also create a challenge uh, to overcome in the context of the individual um, response. So we have to figure out a way to embed innovation and part into everything we do. And that's a challenge because um, we aren't structured to do what we need to accomplish 15 years from now in, in the same way that we're structured to take care of you now. And so creating that new digital operating model for healthcare, creating an ecosystem that we can deliver against and partner broadly um, is a huge challenge. Um, and frankly, we're up for it and we've all got to be up for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your final thoughts, Dr. Caves. That is all I have for you. So I want to thank you for speaking with me today and to those listening uh, to hear more about Becker's Healthcare, please visit our website, beckershospitalreview.com. And thank you again, doctor.
1: Thank you. It was my
0: pleasure to be with you today.